0: On today's exciting episode of the GYST Podcast, we're going to talk about whether or not you're being a brave person or a wise person. All this on the next episode of the GYST Podcast.
1: Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST Podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together.
0: Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the GYST Podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Shit Together. I'm your host today, Glenn Rux, and always to my right here, Scott Chang, Patrick Liam. And today we're going to be discussing whether you're being a brave person or a wise person. Now, just to set the scene for you, I got this out of an 80s movie, okay? Okay. I'm going to just admit that right here. I came up with a personal development topic out of an 80s movie. And it's, many would call it a B movie. I call it gold. It's an awesome movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Big Trouble in Little China. If you have not seen it, shame on you. Watch it. Yeah. It's full of great. I feel stuff. like I have to watch it again because right. I see it every
2: <laughs> couple years and I forget. I'm like, oh yeah, I did see this movie. But yeah, yeah no, classic. I'll give
0: you that. Yep, so there, there are two characters, Jack Burton and his buddy Wang. They're walking down an alley at one scene, and it's pouring down. Jack Burton reaches over, grabs an umbrella from a shorter character, and sits over it. And says, let me hold this. Wang says, come on, Jack. Brave man likes the feeling of rain on his face. And the shorter character says, yeah, but a wise man knows or has enough sense to get in and out of the rain. So are we being that brave person or are we just being a wise person when we make a decision? Now, is one or the other better, right? Is, it's true that it, sometimes a brave person puts themselves out there in dangerous situations. But is it better to be wise than it is to be brave?
2: It's funny because I feel like I would follow the brave person, but I would listen to the wise person. But it's kind of like playing both fields, though,
0: which is fine. Yeah, I mean, let let's look at just that rain situation, right? Sure, the rain technically is not really dangerous. It doesn't have an initial danger to you, but you can get sick. You you get wet enough and cold enough, your body temperature drops. You could get sick. So a wise person would try and avoid staying in the rain for too long. But that brave person says, "I'm I'm healthy. I'm good."
3: I'm not going to be in the rain too long. I don't mind feeling a little wet. It's a sort of duality. And there's nothing wrong with this. I don't think there's anything wrong with being brave or being uh, intelligence, or in this case, the other one. Wise. 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 <laughs> it's it's sort of like, are you a logical person or are you an emotional person? There's strengths and cons with, with each. Quite true.
0: I mean, we all have an issue you know we all probably have a fear that we deal with right me i i've said it in the past i'm terrified of spiders like how bad though like to the point where i almost threw rohit through a wall when he walked by with one once oh man i okay. warned him okay. I, yeah I, I was able to control myself and i told him get that thing the hell away from me or i'll throw you through a wall mm mm-hmm. I know what fir- I'm adding to our DD game. That wasn't my first year with, with the previous company. But anyway, um, yeah. So facing a fear is totally different than just putting on a brave face, right?
3: Well, it's, it, it's two ways to face the same fear. Mm-hmm. You can be brave and face it head on, which is the strength. Or you can be wise enough to know how to avoid it and still face it. Like you've overcome the challenge just in a non-physical sort of way, which is where the logical comes into play. Right. Like me, logically,
0: I know most spiders are not going to be dangerous. Like, take, take the right?
3: exact same quote you said, but just replace it with spiders. It's brave to stand in, in the shower of spiders. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. And it's wise to know that you can just walk away from the, uh, the hellscape of the spider waterfall.
2: It's true. Glenn, you got to come out of my farm, man. It's about to be fall. Spider's going to be everywhere.
3: And uh. this, and the brave version of Glenn would come out, and the wise version of Glenn would know not to. And the evil version of Glenn would burn my farm down. You almost need both y- yeah. to become a truly like balanced person to face that, that fear. I, I honestly cannot make the argument that one is better than the other. To me, but they're the same.
2: What I've noticed is bravery can be con- contagious, though. Because if you're Quite brave, true. yeah, if, if you're... Which,
3: which if, you mentioned earlier saying that you
2: would rather follow the brave person. Exactly. Even if he's sending me to my doom, if he sounds more confident than I am, I'm probably going to follow that guy. Boy. But the thing is... Sum up human history there, right there. Exactly. And that's how you get to like fanaticism, which is a little scary when you mm-hmm. think about it. But I mean, perfect example for me recently is like karaoke. I love karaoke. I just hate being that only person on there. So if I have one other person on there, even if you're barely singing, that is enough for me, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go at it. So that's why I love having uh, going karaoke with John, just because he is. He's like, I don't know the song, but if you're gonna go up there, I'll go with you. I'm like, all right, that is perfect. Like eventually, you know, if he doesn't know it, he's just gonna say a couple words. But I just need that extra motivation that I'm not there alone. Just that little like hurrah from him gets me and <laughs> gives me enough courage to go up there by myself ish.
0: Okay, so here's a different type of brave face right brave or wise situation let's say someone and i gave you this example before we did this episode let's say someone challenges you to do a game of chicken right mm-hmm. the marty mcfly situation right they're they're challenging you to do something you know is just stupid downright ridiculous you're playing a game of chicken you know it's deadly if someone screws up someone's going to get hurt but you don't want to be called chicken You're afraid of being viewed as being chicken. You do it anyway.
3: So using that same movie example, though, he in the end realized. So would you call that wisdom? Or would you call that brave? Because he did the thing that was harder for himself to do.
0: I would say it's more on the wise part the way he portrayed it, right? Yeah. Oh, man, I learned
3: a lot of lessons here. He would have hit that world's voice. He would have, but that, I wouldn't consider he gunned it being brave. That was being stupid.
2: And I do like it in that very scene. His girlfriend, Jennifer, already knew what was going to happen, but she didn't say anything. Because she she knew, she went to the future, she knew exactly what was the outcome of that. And that's the whole reason why he stopped playing music, is he injured his hand. And so, when it came to that situation, she had every chance to say no, but... You know, she let him go through it. Make make him come to hit that conclusion on his own that, hey, I don't need to do this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Might yeah. yeah. I
0: watched that movie too many times. <laughs> all three movies. Yeah. I still enjoy all three.
3: Yeah, you can even argue that wisdom too can be corrupted. If you're saying that bravery can so. be corrupted, so can oh, wisdom. Yeah, definitely.
0: Wise people know how to manipulate other people. Yeah. It's so easy to manipulate someone and twist something that is wise to misinform someone who is not so the thing with me is going back to the whole chicken game
2: i've always been i don't not many people know this about me but i don't like being on water or near water um ah, beach is fine but like any fast moving water i can't swim at all i've just never learned i never grew up around water my parents never had time to teach me how to swim and every time i tell people that they always challenged like oh stop being a wuss like come on get in the water i'm like i can't swim but if they would have just asked me why i i could just tell them i'm like hey i've never grown up around water we, i never learned how to swim Two, i don't if i fall in the water without a life jacket i am screwed i don't want to bank base my like bank my life on this life jacket and the other thing is people don't ne- never ask me why they're always just telling me hey just throw the life jacket on i'm like no the fear isn't me falling in the fear is me falling in and not knowing how to swim. It's like I, I, there's no way for me to get out. So I always joke. I say, hey, if we're going in water, I want a rope between me and the strongest swimmer. And they always laugh. like, why do you need that? Because if I go in, you will understand my fear. Because I will pop- probably drown you because that's usually what happens if, you know, if you're not right. a strong swimmer. And usually the other person trying to save you is going to drown you. But like, for me, it's, it's more traumatic than that um it went back like if they would have dug more they just asked me he's like hey i almost drowned when i was like eight or nine were in wild waves and that was kind of a core moment i had for me as a kid because it was in the wave pool so i was being pulled out further and further and i couldn't grab i there was nothing for me to. Do. i couldn't swim i couldn't swim as a current um but i did find a, somebody's raft that he was like laying on and i grabbed onto it and he didn't see a kid that couldn't swim he thought i was trying to like pull him down. So he kicked me off. And so I was actually in the water for, I don't know, a little bit up and down, up and down. I was really lucky. My cousin saw me from way far away and he came out and he grabbed me, pulled me out. And so that's usually the reason, that's the main reason that I don't like being near water. And nobody ever asked me why I don't like, I can't swim. That's just the culmination of a lot of things. But recently going back to the topic, you know, I I would always say no, I don't want to go. That's just me putting on a brave face, just to try to avoid the whole situation altogether. But it was recently when somebody asked me if you if I could swim or something along the lines of being on the water, and I said I can't swim. She straight up said, Oh, I can teach you. Nobody has ever told me asked like told me that. It's like, hey, I can teach you how to swim, and that caught me off guard. And I just said, Oh no, that's okay. I don't want to. I don't want to hinder you. I don't want to take time out of your day to teach me how to swim. That was kind of a cop out on my part. So now like once weather gets nice, actually if there's a pool nearby, I'm just going to call her up and like, Hey, I will take you up on that offer because that's going to be me owning up to it and actually being brave and getting over my giant fucking fear of water.
3: Without naming names, I have somebody very close to me who also is in the same boat. Couldn't, couldn't swim. And I was the only one that offered that. I'm, I'm happy to teach you and, and, uh, since then, they're able to jump off a dock. Nice. One of the greatest accomplishments they've done with the water.
0: Yeah, come on in. Come on in. I'm not going to tell you you can't talk, Roy. Oh,
3: come Roy's on. here? Hey. <laughs>
0: hey,
1: everyone.
0: Uh, I, I, may I share a story with you, Scott? Yeah, please.
1: It's not too many people know this, or if you do, um, great. Uh, it was freshman, going into freshman year of high school. I went to Hawaii with a, a buddy and his family. So this is the very first day we're out there. We we check in the hotel, we go to the beach. My buddy and I have these little uh solo inflatable raft type things. Mm-hmm. And so we're we're just in those and we're having fun. And then he says, uh he's gonna go back out. Or, or sorry, he's gonna go back in. I was like, I'm I'm having fun, I'm I'm gonna stick around for a little while longer. Well, eventually I just started getting further and further away oh, from no. from the the beach. Now I'm to the point where uh, I'm stuck there because I'm I'm I think it was some Maui Riptide. maybe or or some where, where's the one with the big diamond head or something like that. Well, anyways, okay. uh, so I'm in Hawaii and I'm in this area to where the water is kind of going in all different directions from from this single spot, and I'm kind of stuck in the middle. I I, I can't go anywhere. Yeah, tides. and. So uh, a wave kind of comes and kind of pushes me forward. I was like, oh, perfect. Next one that comes, I'll just I'll just get it. And I'm still stuck in that area. A yacht comes. Like, this is how far out I was. And a yacht comes by and they're like, do you need help? I mean, I'm, you know, probably 14, 15 at this time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. Like, I'm not thinking anything of it. So, finally, I'm out where the surfers are catching the waves. Oh, my God. And thinking like, oh, I'll just ride this wave back. I, I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, turned me over, uh, pulled me under three, four times, and I just kind of start swimming. I'm essentially drowning. And I still remember my in my mind, I was like, do I scream? Do I call for help? What do I do? And- Like I'm just kind of going through the motions and I'm being pulled under three, four times. So finally I start yelling help and this surfer guy comes over, uh, places me on his board and then swims me back. And it was the first day I was there. Uh, My glasses flew off so I can't see anything. I don't know where I am. I'm just in shorts. Now I'm walking through downtown Hawaii trying to find this hotel, uh, you know. Anyways, where where I'm going with this is for the longest time, I had a fear of water because the exact same thing. I'm fine until I get to the point where I can't touch the bottom Mm -hmm. anymore. And then, boom, the uh, flashbacks start up again, right? Mm -hmm. And so now go to to, uh, high school and a bunch of us go to the lake. And... We're we're swimming around, and I'm okay, and everyone's swimming to this dock. And I was like, I'll do it. And I start swimming, and as soon as I got to the point where I could no longer touch the bottom, flashbacks started happening, and I went down again, had to be rescued. Now go to college. We go to Lake Whatcom, and all of us uh, were there after a party. So it's now Saturday. No, Sunday. Sunday morning uh, after, after having a party, we all go to Lake and we decide to kayak. And I tell everyone, I was like, Oh, I'm, I didn't want to tell them the story. So I was like, Oh, I'm not really feeling like it. I'll, I'll just stay behind, you know, plus I want to take pictures or whatever. And so people are like, okay. And they're going around, they're having a great time and they come back and they're like, Oh man, like you missed it. It was so much fun. We did this, that. And I didn't think anything of it. The next time we go out, same thing. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm good. And like, okay. And then I thought about what happened last time. And I realized I had been letting my fear get the best of me, preventing me from doing things that I could love, things that I could enjoy. And I started thinking about probability. What's the probability of a kayak flipping over? Very low. What's the probability of me uh, having this life jacket not work? Very low. What's the probability of my friends not jumping in to save me very low so why am I holding myself back and where else am I doing that in my life where else am I playing it safe for this fear that's so tiny and I decided okay I'm gonna do it and I get in and I'm just I'm so scared and I didn't tell any of my buddies my my friend uh, Jason is in the back uh, we we had a two-man kayak I'm in the front. He's in the back, and I'm just like hearts just, and and I'm super nervous. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm scared. I'm playing it up, like like you talked about, Glenn. I'm I'm being courageous. I'm I'm putting on that front, and we go out, and you know we're we're uh, I think this was guys only, mm-hmm. and so he's behind me, and he's just like shoving water in my face, laughing, having a good time my buddy Eric comes around the front and he starts doing the same thing to me in the front and they don't know what this is doing to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not letting them know because if the moment I let them know my fear wins, I didn't let them know. I just closed my eyes, took a quick timeout, took a few deep breaths and grounded myself. And I was like, I'm going to be present I understand this fear. I'm not going to let this fear win because I know uh kayak's not going to flip over. I'm wearing a life jacket. My friends are going to help me. And that was the moment that I realized how much I love kayaking. And since then, I, I go kayaking quite often. I would go every other day. Uh, back when I was at Western, it was only a dollar. But <laughs> I, I would go every other day. I loved it, whether I'm going by myself or... Or with others, it was amazing. And that is something that I have now been able to share with other people. So just wanted to chime that in. thank Thank you. That's awesome. And
0: that leads me to my next point. Every wise man began as a brave man, they've experienced things. An intelligent man hasn't necessarily. Experienced it. They've just listened and learned. But a wise man has been through it. And now can discern whether or not they want to do that action again. So in this case, Rohit has been through the action of almost drowning. He's faced his fear multiple times now, right? You have fun out there kayaking. So he's faced his fear, and now he's wise enough to know where the real risk is and where the benefit really is. So he knows he's going to have fun kayaking, and there's very low risk to himself. He's been wise about the decision. Don't you think that we should be looking at those types of situations in our lives and, and weighing those brave moments where we were brave, maybe foolish, but brave, now we can take those lessons and apply it to a wise moment for us moving forward.
3: What would you say is the middle between the two then? What what makes that flip? The decision-making. Mm.
0: Again, it, it's coming down to the decision-making. You've got to make wise decisions. But in order to make wise decisions, you have to, to make, make d- some stupid, foolish, yeah. foolish Yeah, you foolish to learn. decisions. Yeah. It's experience. It's called experience. Perspective. That's, that's the difference between intelligence and wisdom is the experience. Intelligence, you're just hearing about it. You're learning it. You're learning from someone else's experience. It doesn't make you <laughs> wise. It just makes you able to listen and remember. So you're saying I got to learn how to swim. That would be the first step. Now, you guys don't know my former roommate, but Rohit does. And that guy couldn't swim either. I had passes to wild waves. I took him to wild waves. I said, you're going to learn to swim today. I made him learn. (laughs) I was a little bit pushy, um, but he did learn. Nice. And, and it was actually, it was a good lesson for me in, in helping someone overcome their fear. I went about it in the wrong way. Did you throw him <laughs> off something? Yeah, you did. You asked him. No, 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 no. I, I, I got him out into the wave pool before the wave started. So you know those, those wave yeah. pools. You know, it's nice and smooth, and you've yeah, got it, those feet on the bottom yep. right there. But that wave hits, and it lifts you off your feet. So I had him panicking. That, that was me. Come on. <laughs> and then I, then I, you know, I broke it down for him. Okay, now that you're panicking, relax. Lay back and take some deep breaths. So I I brought some experience to him, the hard way. Yeah. And sometimes it takes that kind of experience to break someone down and lift them up.
3: Uh, I'm thinking of the word empowerment right here. It if you're taking the like the the fake mask of strength or uh, being brave is what we're talking about. Right. And making that transition into something more empowering you're taking, whether it's a fear or something that you don't want to do, for me, uh, concerts, not necessarily a fear, but something that I don't necessarily enjoy. It's very crowded, very loud. I can choose to determine what that going forward looks like. I can choose an empowering or I can choose something that's um, less bad, just meh. I think that's the secret here is you, you need to be first brave to kind of get that experience whether you're faking it or you're not you you have to have that action from there you would gain the experience to know whether or not this is something for you if you're if you go swimming take swimming lessons for example mm-hmm. and just determine now nah, this isn't for me it's not a fear-based thing it's just it yeah
2: you don't enjoy no, it yeah yeah,
3: yeah. Then that's that's hey that's great wisdom there. You you know you can step out of that rain at any time, mm-hmm. but you have to have that action first in order to make that choice. You can't just make it without it. It's like karaokeing for me. I still <laughs> have not to this day done it on my own, um, and I don't really truly count the time I went up there by myself because I only sang one or two words. It is not something that I have put on the brave face to accomplish yet, and therefore it's still holding me back. And that's not a wisdom choice because wisdom would tell me if I truly liked it or not, if I actually did it. It's just a what's in my head right now. Mm-hmm. So, no, good stuff.
2: Yeah, a lot of it is, for me, it came down to, uh, we were talking about this, uh, you know, it's positive affirmations and self-limiting beliefs or self-limiting talks, I believe. And I, I realized a lot of that came down to me telling myself, I can't swim. I can't swim. I can't swim. Yeah. And so to this day, that it probably didn't help that My parents also would tell me that As a kid Like you don't know how to swim So don't go near water You don't know how to swim So don't go down water And because of that It was ingrained in me So when I was at Wild Waves I was like you know This is really fun But you know I probably shouldn't go near water And then you know I just of course I had way too much fun In the wave pool And I ended up going too deep So because of that That just compounded and Like oh I can't swim I really can't swim So I should not go near water
3: Isn't a funny thought how much we're holding ourselves back to fun that we just don't know yet. until We do. Yeah. There, there is an entire world of things out there that I haven't done yet that either a, I don't think I can do or B that I just don't know exist yet. And it won't get to that until I actually do it. I mean, it's,
2: yeah, it's almost like you have to jump off the deep end and immerse yourself in it.
3: There's a better term for this than putting on the brave face. uh, But you're, you're absolutely right. It's, it's jumping off. It's, diving in it's i mean i would boil it down to just action itself you, you need to do this thing for you to truly know if it's for you or not it's okay to say this isn't for you but you can't make that choice until you actually do it mm.
0: good stuff
3: yeah no this is a good topic yeah man. i like it who would have thought that an 80s movie would have so much good stuff
0: well as as rohit would Gladly say if he was on the mic, which I'm hoping he still is, you can find personal development topics anywhere. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to share a book
1: that I am reading right now and it has already, I'm only in the second chapter, but transformed my life. It's by Catherine price. It's called the power of fun, how to feel alive again. And what's interesting is she talks a lot about the mindset and, how much we convince ourselves of our own limitations. And a lot of it can be spurred on from early childhood. Take Scott, for example. You were told you can't swim, don't go near water. And that's going to instill a fear in you. My neighbor, if there's a, a bee that goes around, you know, uh, is, is even within the vicinity of us, she tells her kids, Oh, that bee's going to bite you, run away. <laughs> and literally now, if they see a bee, they run away. And, you know, we, we all, as as parents, I believe they have good intentions. They don't mean to have these long-term lasting effects on you, but they do. They do. They really do.
3: Yeah. There's a quote that I came across recently that's maybe on this topic, but it's sort of like transformed my life a little bit in the way that I think about things lately. And it's from Walt Whitman. Be curious, not judgmental. And that's how I'm approaching a lot of things in my life now. It's just to kind of go in there and be curious about all subjects and all things and just do.
0: That's a good quote. It's a very good way to look at things. So again, as we wrap this one up, right? There's a point where bravery is important for your development. You have to face your fears to be able to move past them. You have to. But until you become actually brave and try something, you won't have the wisdom to know whether it's right for you or not. Become the wise man, not the intelligent man. An intelligent man it just learns from listening, not from doing. Try something. Do something new. If you're afraid to swim learn how to swim. And if you fail, you fail. Yeah. I mean, if you fail, you drown. I mean, no, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) If you fail to learn how to swim, okay, fine. If you fail to um, lose the fear of water, even after learning how to swim, fine. Water's not for you. Cool. At least you've tried it. You've faced your fear. You've got some wisdom. You've come back to that understanding that you know what i'm i'm not going to be able to move past my fear of water i've at least tried
3: it will unshackle you in a way that you do not understand until you do it
0: exactly so with that again thank you everyone for listening we hope to catch you on the next episode on the GYST podcast have a nice nice fearless brave time
1: Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.